0: Greetings listeners, welcome to the web 12 podcast. I am Raymond and I'm here with my fellow host Jordan. Hello, how are you? I, I am doing great. It's a new year with new opportunities. <laughs> yep. In a, in a few weeks time I will go to my first ever over the borders uh, tournament to Belgium. After a long hiatus because of COVID, so I'm uh, really looking forward to it. i got some friends who will come away, so we uh, we will carpool and have a big jolly ride towards Belgium and uh, play the folks there that uh, have joined uh, my tournaments in the past. So, that would be how, great. How far is that for you? Uh, it's a two-hour trip. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's Europe for you. Like In two hours, I- I'm in another country yeah i thought i thought you were gonna i thought you were
1: gonna do like the european or english thing of being like yeah it's two hours like that's a far drive whereas you know <laughs> I'm, I'm canadian it's like oh only two hours that's that's great <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah silly things yeah i've i've um i went uh today i've i i went for a, a song tournament and that was like a forty five minute drive and people were like, "Well, everything more than thirty minutes is far away." <laughs> but yeah, that's that's Holland for you—a little, little small country. Uh, you get smaller minds because of it. Smaller, uh, smaller distances.
1: For a song tournament, it's worth it. That's our—that'll be our side podcast when we 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 transition to our discussions of song of ice and fire. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Infinity must stay. Uh, uh relevant enough for me not to flip <laughs> this whole podcast on its head and make it the song of ice and fire podcast
1: luckily the games are extremely different so uh yeah, yeah. They, they they scratch the different itches
0: yeah 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 it's like like i started out with 40k and fantasy and now 40k has been replaced uh, by uh, with infinity and my fantasy is being replaced uh, by Song of Ice and Fire, so it's a it's a good mix that I've known for for a long long while, so it will uh, stay that way. Yeah, <laughs> unless Warcrow is uh, spectacular, but that's no other other
1: other thing. That's, I don't think it'll replace Song because Song is still like, they got still a skirmish game at least.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's a fancy skirmish game, so I will have three games to play. Oh man, yeah. and, no, <laughs>
1: and no, and no, and no time to play them. Yeah. <laughs>
0: So yeah, well, this is an, uh, an intervention episode, and uh, we have a, a, a few topics to go over. Uh, for, I want to talk a little bit about the meta, meta. Uh, then we go over forfeiting, and the, the big one is uh, beginner mistakes. Uh, I, uh, I asked the question on, on our Discord uh, in the IGL. From which beginner mistakes do you know and are made around you or did you make yourself? And uh, our listeners did not disappoint, so we have a whole list to go over with a special twist of should they be mistakes or should they not? Because sometimes people do things uh, uh, intuitively and uh, they might be right, I think. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's what we're gonna go over. Uh, first off, I want to talk a little bit about uh, Meta and especially the video that uh, Vol FC has made a few weeks back, uh, where he presented uh, a few faction and sectorial uh, lists. They're like, okay, these are the lists that you, if you want to win a win a competition, these are the lists you should play because these are the winning lists. And by that statement, uh, Infinity has been solved. I have seen the video. Uh, Jordan has not. It. Uh, I, I think uh, credit where credit is due. Um, uh, fall has made something that I think I can agree with, even if it hurts me. Because uh, I don't want Infinity to be solved. And there are so many... Units to be played and so many profiles to be played that you would say, well, uh, there's enough of a mix to get. What's your, what's your stance, uh, Jordan?
1: I think that there are definitely... each fa- Different factions will have definitely units that are near or even possibly auto-includes. I, I still stick to that, you know, infinity isn't solved. There isn't one way to, to build a list. Um, at you know at higher levels of play, there's definitely builds that will probably give you an advantage. Like you can you can you can make a bad list. I yeah. don't think there's necessarily a answer to what they are. But I am you know as I said I haven't seen the video, so I am interested to hear. I don't know if you took notes on some of the again give us a couple of examples, I guess, of what.
0: Uh, well, let's you said. say they for 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 Ariana's sake, if if you want to make a list. If you want to uh, wanna make one that, that, that wins your games, you bring two bears, you bring the Unknown Ranger, and you, you bring uh, and you bring Axia. Which you can do either Cosmoflot or Vanilla, but those are strong elements if you put that in, in your lists. And in Cosmoflot, you're able to make uh, a few uh, uh, link teams around it. Um you will have a very solid list. And in my take, I would say, yeah, the Unknown Ranger is probably one of the best shots that, um, uh, that Ariana currently has. Although I would say I could replace him with a veteran Kazakh if, I've, if I look at my playstyle, keep him a bit more distance, likewise. But you cannot go over that. It's When you compare in price, the Unknown Ranger has an MSV1, uh, has better combat, uh, close combat skills. So all in all, he he wins on that front because he has a a, a complete pack and tactical awareness uh, to make him uh, uh, so worthwhile. While in this almost in the same points bra- uh, bracket as a a veteran Kazakh, Axia, yeah, well, she she yeah she has the superior infiltration and. Uh, she's very deadly, especially if you get uh, first turn. Um, but if you get second turn, it, it turns into a little bit of a well, would, would Uxia work as, as nicely as when you, when you start first and can run up into his, uh, your uh, deployment zone. But I, I especially think the bears, they're just no substitute. Like they should compete with, uh, with the other dog faces and the dog warriors. But uh, yeah, they're a bit more expensive than the uh, than the other one, so you could go cheaper. But on a whole, the strengths that the bear gets for those 10-point difference, or in some cases, no points difference, because uh, the, the regular one, you get an, an extra model. So it's, it's, it's very cheap, and it's very strong on either uh, attack or ARO. So if you add these two, they will sponge so much damage and dish so much damage that uh, it's yeah it's almost crazy. If you go competitive, not to bring two bears.
1: To me, that's not you know infinity being solved. That's not you know. First of all, that's not a list, right? That's there's less than half of an area in list. Um, so it's it's not like you know some other games where it's like this is the list you bring, you bring, you know, X, I don't know if 40k enough to actually name things that you'd actually bring, but, you know, you bring X number of squads of space Marines, X number of space Marines. are good right now. Either way. You you know what I mean, right? Like, it's not the whole list. That's identifying, you know, and and if anyone has listened to uh, some of the more recent tactical awareness episodes that they've put out where they're describing, you know, different types of pieces you want in a list, right? Unknown Ranger is your... Is a premier gunfighter. Sure, yes. As you said, he's probably the best one you can get in Ariadna. If he's available to your faction, you'll probably want to bring him as your gunfighter because you may as well take him over you know, something mm-hmm. like a Kazakh, which overall, as you said, you know, there's some benefits it has, but to most people's play styles, the Unknown Ranger brings more. Wow. Uh, and outside of Vanilla, they aren't competing against each other. You have Oxia and the Bears in some ways are both uh, assassin pieces, right? They're probably, again, the better assassin pieces uh, in the faction. But you can switch them out, right? Like, Oxia sure. is better than an SAS. But if you're not going first or, you know, failure over infiltration, an SAS is almost as good as an assassin piece. Not quite as good, but if you need to save the six points, you, you can make those changes. Yeah. So I don't know if – so if it seems if it's like this, I, I don't agree that, you know, there is one correct answer, right? Infinity still isn't one correct answer. There's definitely pieces that seem over more over-tuned than others, and some places you'll have some internal balance. Like, I agree, the bears you can technically swap them for some manner of uh, – Dog Warrior, but you're right. The Bears just are better than Dog Warriors. They have the CC threat that the Dog Warriors just really don't. Mm-hmm. Um, so they, they are hard to, hard to switch out, right? Bears are nasty. They're probably one of the scariest things in the, in the game right now. Um, so, you know, if you can have access to Bears and you don't bring Bears, sure, you probably aren't paying the most competitive list yeah that's kind of my thought i, I again I haven't watched the videos so I'd have to watch to see more examples do you want to give more but
0: um yeah well I, like say the 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 i think the, the 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 nomad one is probably the one of the most famous where yeah you, you you get it almost written for you like you 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 take your jazz and Billy uh strong hacker then you add two moran repeaters, so you're already getting a good uh, field, then you get the vertigo on so you can, once you start spotlighting, you again launch those missiles you bring the Puppet Master and the Chimera, cause uh, you get uh, a lot of cheap uh, units that can fill the, uh, the, the the board, either the Chimera with, with the close combat Pupniks or uh, the, the Puppet Bots that uh, for yeah, for, for not that many points you have a, a two wound uh, unit on the field Uh, the Salamandra uh, tag uh, moderators which one uh, the one is the lieutenant uh, a Morlock uh, some uh, reactions on to you maybe fill up a heckler so you can uh, send another fast panda uh, up the field and uh, especially if you want to like first turn assassinate uh, uh, something that you think is either big or a lieutenant uh, the heckler is is your guy to move in all camoed and then send in the fast panda. There's no reaction to it. And then by the end of it, uh, you, you get hacked. Or uh, get hacked in your own turn. Um, and a monster record to fill it all out. And then you have like, yeah, this... Uh, with a transductor to, to get another, uh, another order in. The, that's mostly your list. It's, it's, it's a list that's now that I've seen so many times that I can almost <laughs> know from memory, like, Oh, I'm playing yeah. nomads. This is what I will get.
1: Yeah. And you know, it, I, I can point to a very similar seeming list in other, fa- like, what you're describing in many ways is how to build a, 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 a guided missile list. Nomads yeah. are known for their guided missiles. There are other factions that can do guided missiles also quite, I say about as equal. I know a lot of people, I think nomads are the best at it. It's largely on the back that they do have some of the strongest hackers. But, uh, you know, I think o- O12 can also very much build similar guided missile lists. Uh, Yu Jing actually can, too. Uh, I did similar guided missile lists all the time when I was playing, especially um, White Banner. because uh, Wielangs. Guelphs fill the role pretty much of the Morans, starting out with that, starting with a repeater net in the midfield. Uh, the difference for them being that uh, if they destroy your repeater, they aren't even stripping a unit from you because the repeater is separate from the Guilang. Um But yes, yeah, that that is the primary nomad list. Now, a lot of the things there there is variation, right? Some of the stuff is guided. You're, you're gonna have a missile bot, you're gonna have more ends. Uh, after that though, like realistically, a lot of people gravitate towards Jazz and Billy, but I've seen just as much other people subbing in different hackers instead, right? So again, I don't necessarily think it's fair to say, you know, it's a solved thing. I think there is some core components if you're gonna go towards guided missiles, which is namely two to three hackers the better the hackers, the better. If you ha- you want at least in my mind something that has Trinity to help protect your hackers. Yeah. Uh, sometimes that means you need to be a killer hacker. Sometimes that means you can be lucky and have something like Jazz or Billy or Jazz that has both the Trinity and the killer hack- uh, and the hacking programs. And you'll want a missile bot, and you'll want some ways to extend the missile bot. Uh, so I, again, I don't I don't know if I would agree that you know it's a solved. Like, that general format, yes, is a way to play Nomads. Probably the best, because I think it leans into their strengths the most. Yeah, yeah Nomads is probably more so. Like, uh, on the on the range of solving, yeah, Nomads is probably more so. Yeah. The, the example you gave of Nomads was actually a full list. There, adding yeah. the thing was half your list, and then that other half of the list can vary. Personal choice, missions, all that. But, yeah, no, Nomads... No matter
0: the closest to being solved. We're getting to this point that probably because yeah, I'm, I'm hammering on it, like the ITS is, isn't changing too too much. So people can hone in on uh, on the same missions that are chosen over and over and over again. Uh so these lists end up being uh, uh what you get if if everyone plays on the same-ish uh uh, uh missions with the sameish um uh, map layout uh then all these uh these kind of lists uh, will will uh, will do just fine uh, I think part of it also i think in, in some ways is
1: a vanilla thing like no, tutorials also will to more things. but yeah. in terms of like you know if you think about the examples you're giving right the big the biggest thing with vanilla. The biggest strength that Vanilla's always had is they get to choose the best of the profiles from the faction, right? Yeah. There will often be something that is the best, right? Like sometimes it's more arguable. Maybe there'll be a couple things vying for it, but there's always like you know there's always going to be some manner of unknown ranger, right? Mm-hmm. Right, like in in N three, if you were playing Vanilla Ariadna, and you were reaching for a gunfighter. You always, you know better than me. My my understanding and my experience was you'd always reach for the vet Kazak.
0: Yeah.
1: Right. You'd reach for the vet Kazak, and then when you're building up your camel, you you have, you have the uh, what's this, the what's the the HMG that used to be good, but no, it's not that. Uh, special that's, not, that's not HMG. Yeah. Right. That's that's not a new thing. That that was kind of that was always the case. And when when your main strength of vanilla needs to be you reach for the best of the faction, you'll end up, you know, there will be a solved level to that. I still don't think for most factions that the list is solved. Mm-hmm. You may have convinced me to some extent no know that,
0: so. Yeah, it's not that all factions are solved, but the, they, he comes to a few uh, where he says, What, well, what
1: other uh, factions does he think are solved?
0: Aleph? Steal Phalanx, uh, just bring all the heroes. It's uh, like uh, Agamon, Achilles, Hector, Mechaon, Phoenix, Ajax, two rods, and two Lamets. I
1: don't know if that's solved. I don't know if that's truly the solved route for Phalanx. I can't really talk too much. It's definitely the most fun way, like, realistically. Yes. That's what cool. That one if anything is fine because that that's how people want to play if, if that's
0: the most powerful list I'm on. I'm, I'm like, right? yeah, like Yeah,
1: baby. Let's go with all the heroes. I don't know anyone that has ever been like, I'm gonna I wanna play Steel Phalanx because I want a balanced thing with a variety of like different <laughs> types of troops. No no you, you play you play the whole reason to you if if you're seeing that in the meta. I want to throw darts at the
0: Iliad and see which hero sticks. Like that's, right? that's... Like, yeah.
1: Like <laughs> I feel like 100% you will always see that in Phalanx as the meta thing because that's what anyone that plays Phalanx wants to do. Why would, yeah. why would you not want to do that? If you're not going to do that, you might as well play Vanilla. For sure. <laughs> I guess Vanilla is what? Uh, like, there's definitely things in Vanilla, if I agree, that you're insane to not bring. Like, I think if you don't bring proxies in Vanilla, you're just yeah choosing to play underpowered. Uh, I don't know what the rest of the list would be that would make it be like a list being solved, yeah. but there's definitely, pro- like I could probably point to profiles in most factions that I'd say you're nuts not to bring. Um,
0: yeah, it's it's also where where I disagree a bit when, when we see in the video, it's like, well, now we have the... 15 unit limit, so it's easier to solve uh, 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 infinity because you have just a arbitrary number of units that you can bring. But on the other hand, I'm like, yeah, that was the problem of the last edition. That yeah, I
1: disagree with
0: that. That last edition was the like, yeah, if, if you were mental, if you don't didn't bring as many orders as you could possibly uh yeah push and, out and yeah i i don't think i i definitely don't think that would be the reason that it,
1: it's more solved if it even is more solved um i i remember M 3 M 3 was you're n- you you bring as many orders as you can you're yeah. crazy if you're not like you're not bringing as many orders now there's some armies that you know wouldn't necessarily there were some armies in n3 like I played a number of armies that I wouldn't hit fifteen as often as I do now. If anything, I bring more units now than I did sometimes in M three for certain factions, right? Like one because things have gotten a lot of things have gotten cheaper,
0: mm-hmm. uh,
1: and two by putting that fifteen order, you know, maximum, it in my mind forces me to try and want to make sure to hit that fifteen orders, right? So I, do- I definitely don't think that the fifteen order cap. If anything to me has made it so Infinity feels more solved, I guess for the community, I would blame TTS. Yep.
0: Yeah, and that's the that- same thing that that Fall also blames. Like, yeah, there's this like we're 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 part of the IGL, but there the we we must say where it lies that yeah, there's an issue with us playing as many games all the metas con- conveying together. It's a lovely thing, but also a thing where we end up with not much experimental stuff anymore.
1: Yeah. And like that, it's kind of, you know, don't want to necessarily bring in song, of Ice and fire stuff, but it's talk there with like, when things get solved. Right. Yeah. At some point, even, you know, unless a game has like perfect internal balance within factions, which no game will ever have perfect internal balance with in factions, right? Mm-hmm. Eventually, there will be, a, if not a full best list, a best list construct or like a portion, right? Like there'll be the certain style of builds that end up being best, right? Like there, there will be. Okay, the best way to play Nomads is. Building around guided missiles. Exactly. That'll always inevitably happen if there isn't things added. The question is how long it takes, and how long it takes is again can vary. I don't know if N four technically has a longer period because that period isn't measured in time. The period is measured in games played. After a certain, if, after the community has hit a certain amount of games played there will be a point where there will be a general consensus of, of the best way to do things. Yeah. Um, and that's what TTS did, right? Yeah. One, it let us, it, it, it let us keep playing during the pandemic. But the other thing is it let people get, it lets people get in a lot more games, right? Like not, at, there's, it's a lot harder to find times for a lot of people to drive all the way out to wherever their local game store is. Some people that can be actually quite, you know, can be, you know, 30 minutes. Yeah. For for us that aren't in Europe and everything's not within a short distance. Right. Like that can be a longer time. TGS. All you need to do is turn on a computer. Right.
0: Yeah. I I, I knew from at the height of the Corona, I was playing three games a week because I hadn't anything else to do. And my, my girlfriend was studying. So she was busy. (laughs) Oh yeah. I I was unemployed
1: for eight months during COVID. I remember I spent, my days either playing on TTS, watching people and like commentating people playing tick. We played a lot of games. The other thing is TTS also allowed much as you know people might be saying now there's less experimentation. TTS allowed more experimentation, right? You have access to whatever models you want when you this let people Fair. try everything a lot faster whereas in real life some people won't don't like playing without their models being painted or they aren't going to just proxy a ton of different things so you can't test everything as quickly whereas tts you can the other thing is you know maybe i want to test something but it might end up being absolutely terrible do i really want you know i get one game in a week in person do i really want to risk that like my one in-person game is just like over pretty quick, but not quick enough to play a second game. And it's just really bad because I am trying a crazy experiment. Probably not. I don't want to travel 30 minutes to have my game be like awful and, you know, done in like 10 minutes and then have to travel back. Right.
0: Ah, Well, I'm, I'm maybe on the other end of the spectrum while I was before COVID. And even now after that, I always play once a week and that I'm, Painting stuff during the week, and they're like, "Oh, I painted this new dude up. I want to try it out, and also surprise my opponent, who's mostly the same opponent." In uh, so we we try yeah, things out because we want to surprise each other. That, so, that, that yeah. is fair, and
1: I, I, I think there, there's more experiment. I saw people doing wackier lists and stuff for sure online. Granted, again, maybe that's my meta. Maybe my meta doesn't do as much crazy experimentation yeah.
0: as other places. Uh, to be fair, yeah, most of the games that I got in TTS were also ones that are were either uh, uh, yeah were were in a competition. So mm,
1: yeah, yeah, there's less
0: experimentation usually. Yeah. in competition. In competition. Although I have yeah. done
1: that, and usually it backfires. But <laughs> I, think, I think it's an interesting conversation. I don't. I think it's something we need to keep an eye out for, and I th- I yeah. agree that it's something that Curtis Belly has to keep an eye out for because you don't want. It to be solved, but you also like from their perspective, they they really want it to be that you don't want the community to think of it, even if like maybe it isn't actually the perception of it.
0: Yeah, on its own can be bad. Like that one thing that I talked over with Deck in uh, in in our last episode about Code One is that yeah, there there are, this is one also one like are are we are we there? There's a bit of a mythology around Corvus Corvus Belly and Infinity as a game that it's. Complex, while I think other games might be complex, or even the originals that we flee from, 40k, have come to a point that they are as complex, or even more so, than Infinity, in my mind. And I think, like, alright, is it also mythology that we're like, no, no, bring whatever you want, it, uh, it, it's fine, and then you trash up a newbie with, with this, these highly competitive lists... Uh, and are we done and uh, not selling a myth to these players? Like, yeah, you have chance with anything that you buy and you, you play with it, but once you get into the competitive mindset, you're your 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 bait, you're a seal to be uh to be ripped apart if you not bring the tools to counter these lists. And I, I don't know, about that. I think, I think realistically.
1: If if an inexperienced player brings a not you know a, a very bad list against a, se- a season player bringing a good list, yeah, the the, the season player is going to destroy them. But yeah. I, I I'd argue that it's still the case that if the season player brought the undertuned list and the newbie brought the the meta list, the meta the newbie still would probably get tricked Yeah right? Like we still definitely aren't at the point where skill isn't in many ways the decider. Uh, unless you just roll into like an absolutely terrible matchup, but like that can happen, right? Like there's certain lists that don't want to see each other, but I still think that that's probably the, I'd say minority, but like you can still run into a bad matchup or if yeah. you, if you like, if, if anything, like, the guided missile list, right, is a very strong list. But I still think that there are definitely things it doesn't want to see, and it can it can be very easy for people, especially new players that are listening to people talking about, like, yeah. oh, this is the way to do it. If you over... You can easily lose by over-committing to the guided missile. Okay? Like, if I've seen new players being told about how like the guided missile is super scary, like it's amazing. And I've seen people lean into those guided, like the guided missile, and they just end up getting crushed because they do that. They they lean into it. They active, they spend too much time on their active turn trying to worry about you know getting the guided missiles off and things like that. Whereas you know a more seasoned player that actually knows how to use the list better wouldn't yeah. be. so,
0: yeah, just, even if I have these lists, I not, will not grab it all of the time, just as alright, I'm now in a situation where this is my best answer, or this is a, He walked into it, I can arrow, I can do it uh, without mm-hmm. spending orders, and then start launching.
1: Also, if you're playing a newbie in a non-competitive setting, like someone that's trying to learn, don't... Don't, <laughs> don't, don't bring, bring the, the guided missile launcher. Don't bring <laughs> the guided missile, don't on, don't don't bring any of like don't don't bring a super tuned list like when I that's my cho- like how I do unless like that player is specifically like maybe they're not super brand new and they're like wanting to practice for like their first tournament then maybe ratchet it up a bit but if you have a new player go go that's the best time to experiment with weird things yeah right like it's not a true representation of how good that thing is. But at least then you can get you know get a bit of a feel for it. Yeah. Don't 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 bring out the biggest guns. Don't don't bring <laughs> you against all the biggest toys. Yeah. You know? Maybe don't bring two bears if you're playing a newbie. That's Yeah, that's, that's yeah. Not, it's just not nice.
0: Two bears and a Mirage Five team <laughs> Yeah,
1: don't don't play the bring all of the don't don't bring all of that. Yeah. I also am a I also believe, like, if you're you're trying to teach new players, find out, like, I'll often, you know, build my list based on what they, like, you know, if I I have a new player and they're like, oh, yeah, I'm getting into 012, or, then, then I'll build my list knowing that, not build my list, you know, to be designed to destroy that faction. If anything, it would be more designed to, like, you know allow the, the strengths of that faction to kind of shine and or uh you know try playing things that aren't necessarily the best. Like yeah. essentially counter 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 intent building them. Like building to make your list less desirable, like less good against that. Faction.
0: Yeah. Well I, I I don't think it's also to a point where I've I've played seventh edition Warhammer Fantasy with ogres, and that I would line up against either Skaven or uh, Chaos warriors, and it was probably best to just give up because he <laughs> stood no chance in either of yeah. our, uh, like you knew you knew by starting up. I'm like, oh shit, I'm just gonna lose this one because uh, there's there's just I have no tools in my toolbox to either to compete. I don't think uh, uh, Infinity is at that point.
1: Yep, and, and it's not even like like song to some extent right now. Yeah, uh, a lot of factions. If you line up against man, especially in a mission that has a lot of like objectives, like Game of Thrones, against a lot of factions, you right off the bat know that you're you are you are currently losing. You start the game already in a losing position. Yeah. Right? It's very rare I'd ever think that I, I I find I find that's the case even even now yeah for sure so so even if the internal balance isn't yeah even if the internal balance isn't always perfect like within factions I think the the in, you know between faction balance is still pretty good
0: all right so I would say check the video out uh, <laughs> yes I, I'll definitely check it out today too so yeah. Let's go uh, into uh, uh, the, the second topic, which is uh, forfeiting. Which as an organizer, uh, it's, always, it, it's always not been a part of the ITS. Uh, like, uh, Corvus Belly is of some mind that you never give up, never surrender. And I think that's always the best way to go uh, in these games. But I think uh, with with TTS now, where games take longer uh, to fulfill, like uh, an average game of Infinity can be done in two hours, but by the sheer thing that Tabletop Simulator is, that you have to rotate your table and look from different angles, it just takes more time uh, to do stuff. Uh you can probably come into a situation where you just wanna leave the game if the situation is so dire, uh, and you have spent a few hours playing, uh, and you want other stuff to you want to do other stuff instead. Uh, but that's still not an option in 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 uh, in Infinity.
1: Yeah, it's interesting. Like I've definitely played in events where this happens.
0: Yeah, where people have
1: conceded against me. Uh, I have never conceded. I, I am of the, the galaxy quest mindset of never give up, never surrender. Yeah. Uh, I think that, especially with the way that scoring now works in terms of like, uh, you know, getting points yeah. in terms of what they, the the overall tournament points, I think that encourages that more than it used to. Uh, but I agree there needs to be, it, it would be nice if the tournament system itself had a specific rule, Like, what we have right now is tournament organizers just decide something. What I've heard the most—I don't know if it'll be the same for you—is if your if your opponent concedes, you get uh, essentially you get a, a perfect game, right? You get you get your ten op,
0: yeah, and
1: they get nothing.
0: But the thing is, that's not the answer. Especially, I agree, because that's c- not fair to the other people in the tournament. No, because there's some missions where it's very hard to get ten. Yes. Like rescue, very hard to get ten. Well,
1: even beyond that, there, are, when at the point, even in pretty in most missions, right? Yeah. Even annihilation, like any mission, by the point someone concedes, it is very possible that it is impossible for you to get ten points at that point. Now, I've had that happen in tournaments, and they've said, "Oh yeah, you're just you can get ten op," and I've said, "Well, no, I." You know, I already, I can't, I physically cannot do my classified, and there's like the, the is not, it's one where there's no act Like I, I physically can't anymore. So just, you know, don't give me 10 because that's, I literally could not get 10. So just give me like the nine or whatever. Right. Um, so it, it is a tricky thing though, right? Like you, you want to not disadvantage the player that's being conceded against, right? Yeah. You don't want, so you can't just be like, you know. If you just say okay, you just get a major win, right? That's good, but we know how much these days, you know, how much OP you get in a lot of cases can be the difference between like the you know the, the TP might be the same for a number of the top.
0: Pay- oh yes, comes down to
1: OP, right. So if you just like, like the, the last MMA, lo- the last
0: tournament that I did, like the number four till ten. All had the same TP. It all came down to objective points, right? So you can't just say, "Okay, you, like
1: you, 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 okay, you get the perfect game, but you know you get whatever TP you have at this point in the game." It's like, "Okay, well, this mission scores primarily all at the end of the game." So currently, I have one OP. So sweet, I got my my five TP or whatever, but I get one OP, and that goes back, right? Yeah. But at the same time just saying you get you know max tp max op well then that's not fair for the other people in the tournament so yeah yeah you it's, could you, I, I don't know if you have a better a, a good solution or a well like the, 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 the you the, can't the, force people to play a game right no, if someone wants to concede, <laughs> they can concede um you can't force someone to sit there and just get beat them
0: yeah, if, if, if I, you if you look at the at the at the ITS and you squint a little bit, you can the, the you can uh, arrange like, alright, you played this game but you lost, but you're not finishing the game, so you could say, well, uh, you give up, the other player gets a buy, and the su- successes, like it, it with the buy, it will take the averages or something like that. Mm. from the other results and uh, do it that way but that's also like like yeah no but you still played a bit of the game you still scored a bit so mm. the one thing that I have done as a TO is like alright you're, you're gonna give up you're gonna play let's look at the amount of orders that you have um, well it should be feasible to do this and that um so to get to those objectives, so you like you, you, you do a a, a a calculated guesstimate. Uh, I've let uh, someone like, all right, you, you could go for that objective. Um, uh, if you you will take the win, but if you were seriously want some few points, I think you could click that objective three times with the orders that you have, and then roll mm-hmm. and, and then have a, like this uh, like like end it in a quickie. Uh, as a TO, standing with the two parties and then end it that way and have a score from from that point on. But that's not yeah, something you could feasibly fit into rules. It's also not saying necessarily feasible depending, you know, if you have a
1: 60-person event, right? Yeah. It might not be feasible depending on how many people are quitters. Yeah. Right? Uh, I, I agree that's like, when I've had opponents concede in person like locally what we will often do something similar right like if someone's like okay i think that's you know i think i'm done like i think that's it i'm done usually what we'll do is we'll we'll, instead of being like hey you're conceding it's more of a okay let's just talk out the game yeah right and it's it's a matter of okay well how would i maximize the points i'd have to go here i i'd go and try and press this button it'll take me a few orders to get there I might need to fight this person on the way. So let's see if I win that fight. Yeah. Right. And you just kind of do it and quickly talk it out. Now, if you're doing it that way, and to it might in some ways it'd be better to formalize doing that way or something to talk about it. Once you, once someone concedes like that and you're talking it out, I think it's important that they cannot take it back. Right. Yeah. Because I have seen people do that, right? I, you're like, okay, let's just talk out and see how I do. Okay, would I win? for me to actually get that point, I would have to win this gunfight. So, you know, I'm you know, playing quick. I'm just moving the guy there, whatever. Okay, we'll do the gunfight. Oh, you lose the gunfight. Okay. And then, then I'd have to do this thing. Oh, well, in that case, now that those things are gone, then maybe I am still in this game and I want to keep playing, right? Yeah. So it's like, okay, but you can't do that because the only reason maybe you rushed it is because the concede happened. So yeah. I think that's something important that uh, if it's not a formalized rule, if you're going to do that with your opponent, you kind of need to make it very, yeah, you know, have that nice clear understanding between the two. Okay, you have conceded. Instead of just giving me the max points or whatever, we're going to talk it out. But, like, you're done. You can't. No no take these back on the concession.
0: Yeah. Yeah, then you get into a very very weird, weird, weird situation, and like I'm um, like in even in that kind of situation, like what what can be formalized? Like, all right, someone gives up, so the other one has the win, but it's very important for the the how this system works, like with how much. So say you do something arbitrary, like all right, if you forfeit, you, you keep your objective points, and your opponent wins by two more. But in that case you could like <laughs> wiggle yourse- yourself into a way that you can still end up in a in a better position on the on the, on the scoring board or um, or deny your opponent uh, 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 the major victory that he was seeking um, so it's 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 really really it's like this is the worst in- intervention that you could do cuz I have no on- I've no straight up answer for what we can do other than, uh, 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 uh and I think that's true. Of it most out. Yeah, like, yeah I think
1: that's true. Most tournaments, guess the right? yeah. Every every miniature tournament game that I've ever played is the same. Right, song. I, I it has a similar issue, and like I find people concede more often in something like song than they do in infinity. Yeah, um, but it, a, there's a similar issue there. It's 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 kind of an un in some ways, there's no real solution. In some ways, it would be nice for CB to give an answer. Yeah. Uh, but uh, on the other hand, you know, to some extent, it's a preference thing, right? And, and to some extent, maybe it is actually better that it is left up to the TOs uh, to determine how they want to do it for their turn, right? Like, yeah. Like, how, how how harsh do you want Because then it it can actually be tailored more to the community. Certain communities, I'm sure, are more okay with, or maybe more, like right? It's a community culture thing in terms of conceding or not conceding, to some extent. So that is up to the tournament organizers means that they can tailor it to what's the norm for them, right? If you're in an area where you really want to discourage conceding, and you really want to, you know, punish conceding, but also, you know, again, there's not, I don't know, none of it's really punishing the person conceding. Like, realistically, the person conceding, it, it all comes down to how you want it to affect the rest, the other yeah. players. Which is, so again, it, you know, it comes down to how you want to do it. Yeah. I, the real answer to me is just, just don't concede.
0: Yeah, that's uh, yeah. Like I- I- if you get an, it only matters for a tournament. Yeah, if
1: you're in a tournament, don't concede. I think is it If it comes down to it, just don't.
0: Yeah, because it just don't do it. It's like it. you're you're your it, it's it, uh, a tournament doesn't. Uh, 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 yeah, it's not your only. Your your own enjoyment, but also the enjoyment of your opponent. And even if you get trounced, the results are way so heavy to for the rest of the players. Like uh, it can be it it can be a difference if you if you just keep up the fight and your opponent doesn't win by ten to zero but eight to zero and it will change his position it will it it can it can influence his chances or get him another opponent where he has a harder time against so uh, yeah to play the game out is such such an essential thing for the rest of the tournament not just for your own. Enjoyment. So, if you get into a sewer situation, don't concede. And as a TO, I would really go to the player and talk with him. Like, yeah, I know you, you you're probably having a bad time, but would you do us a favor and still hash it out? Or, or if if you if, if you don't, uh, give the TO the reins and guesstimate what the score might be. That's yeah, the, yeah, and that's 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 the, that's the closest you would probably get.
1: And, and I think this can segue into the discussion of beginner mistakes. Yeah. Um, I and the reason I say I think it can segue is I think conceding is a common beginner mistake. Now, and I get why, right? You're a new player. Things are going badly because you're a new player, and there's you know there, this game has a learning curve. Yeah, when you, I, will, you every, will be killed everyone, by the thing
0: you don't know. Everyone, everyone
1: that starts this game, I'm sure at some point has been told like, "It's a great game. Be ready to lose the a lot of games at the beginning." Yeah. Right. But I think it's a common beginner mistake. Um, and again, this is like beginners in tournaments, right? Like, yeah. if you want to concede in like, if you're having a casual game, I, there's nothing wrong. Call it. And then talk through with the experienced player like what you could have done, right? Like that. There, yeah. I don't It's not the same. But Better still, ask
0: for a reset, try again with another game.
1: <laughs> yeah, or just talk. If, like if, it, if it's taken a bunch of the time, like yeah. you want to get to the bar, we'll call a game, whatever. But it's a common beginner in tournament, and you know, Infinity isn't a game where only experienced people play in tournaments. Like beginners play in tournaments all the time, and I think that's a good thing.
0: Oh man, um, I, uh, my, you know, my, my tournaments are getting flooded by uh, beginners and I love it. And, and
1: that's what you want to see, right? Yeah. But it's a common mistake that I see in the beginners where they concede. One, I think a lot of them will concede way sooner than they think. You know, something doesn't work well and they think, well, my plan didn't work. Now I must have, you know, it's over. And that's a common mistake. I think for beginners, it's important, you know, and there's beginners listening. If something like that happens, t- just take a, take a moment, right? Like, before, instead of conceding, be like, okay, just give me a moment. I know people that will walk away from the table, do what you have to. Just take a moment to just refocus, right? Like, your your plan that should have worked, the dice should have gone your way, and you, get, you start getting a bit tilted. Don't just give up. Take a moment and say, okay, I'm just going to take a step away. Even leave the table and then come back. Yeah. Rather than just immediately conceding, the other thing is, you know, you might be in a situation where there is no path to victory, right? That you you are guaranteed to lose the game, and that is fine. Uh, at that point, I still think it's a mistake to concede, especially in a tournament setting. In uh, and and you know, sometimes even in casual games, like instead of conceding. Start playing for those other points, right? You, at the beginning, you're probably like, you know, your your overall screen those extra points isn't gonna really matter, right? You're not you're not aiming to win the tournament or no. You know, you, you might just find to try and get as high as you can or do whatever, right? But just set yourself another goal. Try and, you know, get as high as you can. Do as best that you can, and that's how you're gonna learn to play better, right? If anything, you know, I think you learn the most how to play Infinity in those moments when you're on the ropes, right?
0: It's, yeah, yeah, you... you it, it's, easy,
1: yeah. it's easy to learn how to, you know, move around your... To some extent, you know, it's easier to learn how to move around your big gun and shoot the things that are good targets for it, right? That's what you do when you're, you know, you're, you're in a good position. It is a much harder skill to learn, and, you know, sometimes you might not get as many opportunities to learn it, how to really squeeze the last bit of value out of that line imagery with a conduit <laughs> rifle. That is your only chance to try and score like that one point that you might be able to get, like getting to a, right. <laughs> um, so, you know, to beginners out there, don't concede, try and just use it to try and learn something different. And again, don't, if you're going to concede before you concede, take a moment, step away from the table, clear your head a bit. If you still, after doing all that, really want to concede, okay. But I would say do all that before you concede. And then try not to concede and try and do it. My other thing is, and I used to do this in 40k and other games where like just set yourself a new goal.
0: Change
1: it. Cool. I'm not going to win this game. Do you know what? I'm going to... Spite kill this. My goal now is to get a spite kill on that one piece that's been bothering me all game.
0: Yeah, I don't think he really, needs to die.
1: <laughs> I, I can't win, but I'm going to get my moral victory by murdering that guy who's caused me so much issue. And then at least you come out of it with a moral victory.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, the question is, should it stay a mistake? Yes, it should. Do not concede. Never give up. Never surrender. Yep. Go watch some Galaxy Quest. Yeah. All right. Uh, Well, we got a big list of beginner mistakes. Um, And uh, if they should or should not stay a mistake. Um, One that I've put myself on the list is Surprise, Attack, and Arrow. I will... uh, yeah, it's something that uh, uh I see newbies still do to this day. Or ask me in the last in, in the last uh, uh tournament that I had, it was asked twice. Uh can I get an, an an ARO with surprise attack? Yeah, it 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 it's not, but I should think that this no- must not stay a mistake, because yeah, there's so many things in uh in, in uh in the game now that work. Either in uh, in active as an ARO, uh, when compared to N three, uh, mm-hmm. so it should work. I agree. It Should I work. Agree. I agree.
1: <laughs> as much as it would make certain things even more terrifying. Yeah, but, you know, that you that knocks for now having a surprise attack when it jumps out and missiles you. Wow. Yeah, that's scarier. But I agree. I I I think surprise attack can. I think it would be good for the game as a whole. I think it. Uh, You know, a lot of the meta play has switched more and more towards, you know, null deploying and only very few things. I think giving some, you know, those surprise attack arrows, I think that would be a great thing for maybe adding, you know, how much it would actually add into it. I don't know, but I think it would definitely add to and switch up maybe how people think about having a guy out on arrow.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And
1: I think you can still you know there'd be some concern about some super cheap guys right suddenly getting that nice boost but because it's uh we we have the unnested skills right yeah you could take it away yeah exactly right uh, i can't even remember dude i don't know if daylami even have surprise attack no they don't right like like something like a daylami they are not getting it uh uh you know an october they probably get it, and sure. Do you want let them? I, I don't know. Naughtsvers—I never see him hit anything anyway, so I have no problem. with Naughtsvers jumping is a bit scarier, uh, so that's fine. Let let the Naughtsvers get their kills. Um,
0: yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's one shot. Uh, give him a chance not to blow. Like,
1: <laughs> yeah, and for like pieces like Noctrovers, right? Like or nudes. Yeah, <laughs> it's very rare those guys ever get to use their surprise attack because they're not ever... Re- they're, they're popping out on ARO. Yeah,
0: that's,
1: like, that's their thing, that's yeah. What that's what they're really designed for. Um, so, yes, I agree. It's a common mistake or question, and it's one that should just be changed. Yep. But, you know, dodging is active turn. I can't think... Of, there's not really anything other than, like, burst changing... I I don't know if there's really anything that I can think of that isn't.
0: Yeah, the, yeah. Well, you got the the, the full order things. So, like the one beginner mistake is that people tend to try and launch a guided missile <laughs> in their ARO, uh, mm. and it's well, like no, a that's order. a full order that you can explain yeah. it away. At, and well, that's he, not a full order. Guided yeah. guided missiles aren't full orders.
1: No, are, they're, aren't? they're sh- no, they're short skills. Oh. Guided missile is actually—it's just a BS attack. But I believe my—it it is not a flirx. You can move and then guided shot. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. It actually technically is just a BS attack, but you just can't uh, use the yeah, guide okay. yeah. in air. <laughs> All
0: right. Um, dodging from pitchers or anything like fast pandas or koalas—things that are placed. Uh, in someone's uh, zone of uh, zone of control, and then uh, people tend to go and uh, and the beginners tend to go and dodge from it. Mm. Um, that's one I've 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 seen uh, quite uh, quite sometimes, um, and I think uh, this should not stay a mistake. Maybe it would help, especially with with how. Prevalent pitchers can be, especially when they are used in in uh, uh, a link team, and you fire two of them, that you are almost guaranteed to uh, lay things in uh, in um, in hacking zones. Mm-hmm. Might be fun to at least get a chance to get away from them.
1: Uh, I I agree. I would definitely like that. Uh, it, it, those guided missiles we've been talked we talked about earlier, and how scared they can be. Yeah. Still scary, uh, but yeah, being able to dodge away from the picture. I think related to this would also be being able to shoot a picture or react to the picture, right? Like, yeah. if I'm a hacker, ha- if, a, if a hacker's hacking through a repeater that I can see, I should be able to shoot that repeater.
0: Yeah.
1: I think, like, you know, it would definitely be a big change, right? There's a lot that would come from that. I, I definitely would like to see, I'd like to.
0: Yeah, but because it would be a roll after a roll, and uh, it, it will it would ha- it would mess a bit with uh with with the current mechanics.
1: Oh, I don't no no, not it wouldn't be a roll after. I'm not talking about when the pitcher's placed. I'm talking about a hacker hacks through a repeater. Uh huh. You should be able
0: to shoot that repeater. Oh yeah, 'cause it's yeah, it it yeah, like like it turns actively. Effectively
1: active. if, if someone's using a repeater, then uh-huh. the repeater should count as activated.
0: Uh, that would be yeah, that would be fair. Right?
1: Now that would
0: because of how you normal take a behavior. risk because you, you will be fully hacked in your face, but you're shooting a
1: Exactly. Yeah. Now but it what it also means is if you place that picture where someone else in your army could see it. Yeah. then they could shoot it while the model being hacked. But I think it gives some defense against some of the, you know, stronger things in the meta we see right now being, you know, use of pitchers and repeaters yeah. uh, for hacking, you know, M3 didn't have the most hacking. Hacking wasn't that more, that powerful. So it was nice to see hacking being more powerful, but I, I think it would be good to maybe give a bit more defense against some of these things.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that should. Yeah. Also,
1: again, yeah, it's a common question or mistake you see with beginners being like, oh, so like they're activating so I can shoot the, the pitcher and they're like, oh, no, no. Technically, the guy over there is activating. That pitcher is just sitting there. It doesn't do it.
0: Yeah. Uh, another one that I have is going into close combat with a marker. So say a, co- a camel marker The people just move towards it. And try to stab it, mm. but you that have mistake. Yeah, you have to, but you have to discover first. And yeah, the camo, and mostly the 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 beginners make the mistake because the camo marker can move from camo into a close combat. So why not the the other way around? That's the question that I sometimes get. It's like I know that it's there. The GPS tells me that it's there. So if I walk forward with my knife out. I should be able to poke something. <laughs>
1: That's fair. I, I. This is one. This is the first one I say I don't want that to change. I don't think it should change. I think it should stay that you
0: can't. Yeah, uh, may, may, maybe it 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 should change just just to make it scarier for for camo markers to uh, uh, to I be around because think- you don't know what's under the camo. So maybe you think, "Well, I can have, I can take it on into close combat," and then. It all of a sudden is a close combat uh, badass, and you get stabbed. I
1: think that camo markers, like camo in general, I think has suffered enough from <laughs> direct template weapons and whatnot that I don't, I don't think that's necessary. Uh, you can technically do that, like if you can see the camo marker at the beginning of your your skill. You're allowed to declare a discover, and then if they choose to idle, Oh, no, you guess you can't walk in there. No, yeah. you can't just leave it the way it is. Yeah. I but let camos be. There's enough ways to discover them. People have enough templates these days that if your discover fails, you can intuitive attack.
0: Yeah, that's true. Just,
1: just that one. I that one. I don't want to change.
0: Yeah, the one that I get, that when I started out with Infinity, they especially made a video for this one because it's so and I. I still see it happen so it's a an oldie but a goodie uh smoke throw so you you declare your order you you throw smoke and people start moving on the second part and think they are covered from any face to face because the smoke's there uh. right yeah that's, that that's a common mistake
1: because um, smoke, you mark, you place the smoke, but it doesn't actually technically go down until the end of the order. Yeah. And uh, yeah, please just leave it that way. Don't change that. No. Don't, no. don't just, just be, what we've learned to, from recent FAQs. Anytime you mess with how the order sequence works, it's going to lead to other issues. That would just be a really weird one. Also, because then, let's say you do that and move past a gap because you put the smoke down, but then you fail your roll that like free smoke for that one order wouldn't make sense
0: so yeah it's the reason uh for for me to tell people uh just just do movement on your first part and do the rest on the second part and things get way easier to uh to uh to to handle yeah
1: it, it is true you know there's part of me that has wanted them to just like, you know, they, they have, despite all the budget playing around with the order sequence, they, I think, I think they got close this time to just being like, guys, just move first, then do things. Yeah. They, ha- they haven't done that. They've continued to keep that. You can't, but it, it's generally, if you're a beginner, definitely always move first. Cause unless oh, you're like discover shooting, but like always move first. There are higher-level of tricks you might be able to pull in certain circumstances, but it's really not worth thinking about too much, especially starting out.
0: Yeah, I'm 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 getting to a point where if people try to pull it off, I'm like, "You're trying finagly shit, aren't you? <laughs> like, <laughs> just move first. <laughs> play 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 the gentleman's gentleman way of infinity. <laughs> just just move first and then declare your intentions." <laughs>
1: Uh ah, you I see you're trying to get me to say dodge by declaring yeah. something first instead of just declaring shoot. Yeah. So it's fine, you can do that. But uh yeah. It, especially early on. Unless there's and even not. Unless there's really a big value for it, just just, just don't. Yeah. You just
0: not do that. All right. Now well, this is the last one before we get into the, the 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 ones that are are brought in by the listeners. So oh, okay. so this one uh, using the lieutenant order in a fire team. It's the last yeah. the last uh, tournament that I had. People had questions about it. Like yeah, it's it's a weird situation now. Like like in the early days, it was easy to say. Oh, you you get your impetuous order. You're not impetuous in a link team. Uh, you don't need to be irregular in a link. There are no irregular members of a link team uh, in those days. You just had your regular order and the lieutenant order. So there was only one order that could be used technically in um, in a fire team. And now several orders can be used in a fire team. Uh, even the lieutenant order through an NCO and and the tactical awareness uh, order can be used. So I'm I'm like I'm getting to a point like why not. <laughs> it's probably it's probably uh, 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 not to your benefit benefit anyway because if you use your lieutenant order in your fire team and there's there's no NCO people gonna know your lieutenant is over there so why not I, I guess
1: I so I started playing Caledonia so I. I always was a kind person and just told my opponent who my lieutenant was at the beginning of the game. <laughs> uh, most of the time they weren't they didn't share the courtesy and then tell me who they were playing as the lieutenant, which I thought was. True. But I don't have strong feelings about this one one way or the other, to be honest. Like there's a bit of like a narrative disconnect for me where it's like, cool. So the NCO can relay lieutenant's orders to move around other guys with him, but the lieutenant's not as good at communicating his orders, which, yeah, you know, that, that does happen. Um, <laughs> He's just too aloof. <laughs> so, like, it's, it's not a complete narrative disconnect. I get that it does add an additional level of confusion in terms of orders. Uh, would it be huge game-wise? I don't really think so. I don't. I don't think there'd be some like. I'm sure there'd be. There might be some new tenants in fire teams that you otherwise wouldn't put in fire teams, which would be you know mix things up. So maybe that would be nice. Uh, I know William Wallace would be very happy. Yeah. Although you know, it's not like he could. He still couldn't use his coordinated order without breaking the fire team, so it wouldn't really that be that big of an impact for him. So um, I'm trying to think other places. Uh, my ISS be very ha- would be very happy because they have no NCO but they do have lieutenant level uh, plus one order so uh, you know you might get a few more of those things popping up that would be nice yeah so uh, it's one take it or leave it I'm not gonna someone I'll be like bugging if I if I had to make get if CBU came to me tomorrow was like hey we'll change three things it wouldn't be in my top three. But if they came and said, we're making this change, I'd be like, okay, cool. Yeah,
0: I'm fine with it.
1: Yeah. I'll, I'll look back through my lieutenants and see if there's someone else I want to try now.
0: Yeah. Gives you other options. Yeah, like, yeah you're mostly, when you put li- your lieutenant in your fire team, you're mostly throwing away that order. Uh, yeah, 100%. It, yeah. Yeah, like, now like like you Docker can make meet. some use. Yeah.
1: Docker me. Nine times out of ten, that regular lieutenant and that regular lieutenant sits in the fire team and does nothing, and that lieutenant order never gets spent
0: unless I bring Kupala Singh.
1: Yeah. He is NCO.
0: So it's good, uh, and it, and it is is fun to see like if you have like Joan of Arc in her fire team of of knights that she uh, can bring that order to bear and make them do an extra uh, extra thingy. So yeah. it, the the main question,
1: you know, again. Looking into it and thinking is, does it negatively impact something? Like you know, does it really does it reduce the value? Like NCO, right? NCO is a very valuable skill because it lets you use that lieutenant. Yeah. Does it really hurt or under devalue NCO? To me, not really. Right. Oh, like you're most, you're, most, NCO, yeah. most NCO troops, one, you know, not knowing who you're in is always good. But two, a lot of the time, those NCO troops want to be you want to be spending orders on them anyway right like if an nco troop you don't want to be spending orders on anyway then the nco is not even valuable on them in the first place because cool i can spend an order on them that i don't want to really use anyways so uh you know yeah, um, yeah kirk yeah. cocker right i a kirk cocker still going to want to use the order the moang you still want to spend orders on the mowing, even if your lieutenant could spend it in the fire team so
0: yeah, for sure. Like, you, you still keep your lieutenant secret, which is viable. Yeah. Yeah, if your NCO is... Uh, even if your NCO and lieutenant are in the same fire team, you can still keep the secret because you're using your NCO.
1: Yep. And, and and now, as you were saying before, it, it used to be, you know, there was only one type of order that could be used in a fire team. Now it's... Several. Yeah. There's now. Now it's there's only one type of order. There's two orders that can't be used in Fireteam. Right. Normally regular orders and actually even still that. Yeah, you can't use the regular orders and you can't use lieutenant orders. So, yeah, I think that's fine.
0: Yeah. This is the end of part one. Part two will take on the beginner mistakes that are brought forth by the community. So until next time.